welcome to the Winston Pratty Podcast. I'm your host, Willie Gusson, and I'm here to share some stories with you about the work that happens at the Winston Pratty Center. The Winston Pratty Center for Child and Family Development is a nonprofit organization in Brattleboro, Vermont, dedicated to providing inclusive education and family support to children, families with young children, and pregnant women through a variety of programs. In 2019, we are celebrating our 50th year anniversary, and this podcast is part of that celebration. Today, I am joined by Sueño LeBlonde, the Early Childhood Outreach Specialist. She drives the Early Learning Express bookmobile. Welcome, Sueño. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So, do you want to, for someone who doesn't know what a bookmobile is, do you want to just quickly explain kind of what that is and what you do in it? Sure, I'd love to. So, the bookmobile is, imagine a UPS truck, except... When you step in, it's a magical library, and mine is especially magical because it's full of children's books and games and resources for early learning centers. And I drive the Early Learning Express bookmobile around Wyndham County, Vermont, going, boy, as far as Mount Snow, if you know your area, from Brattleboro. And I see about 500 children every two weeks. On my travels, which is outreach for sure. Yeah. How did you end up doing this sort of work? (laughs) Well, I found my way to the bookmobile in a long circle that I think begins with my aunt, who also happens to be an early childhood bookmobile librarian person. Wow. It's crazy. So her brothers are doctors, a doctor and a lawyer, and she's the early librarian. And so her job is pretty much the same thing that you do? Yeah, it is. And I thought for a long time I was supposed to be a lawyer, but I chose the higher profession, (laughs) early childhood. I found myself there, um, even though I was a political science major thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to be an excellent lawyer. I'd be a terrible lawyer. And the whole time I was babysitting and working with kids and found my way in preschools and preschools were lovely and I found children's books and then it's a convoluted story but I found an advertisement in the newspaper that said they were looking for an early childhood bookmobile driver and I knew I had to apply and it turns out it's the best job ever. (laughs) Had you spent time with your aunt doing that or like gone to work with her ever or? No, I just remember sitting in the back of the car doing Cat's Cradle with her. Yeah. Which is pretty much the same thing. Right. <laughs> so what what is important about this role in our community to to be taking stories and books out to to young children? So bringing the bookmobile to different early learning centers and family child care centers is super important for different reasons. So first of all there's the isolation of being a family child care provider in the middle of nowhere, Vermont, going on field trips, forget about it. That is hard work. Going to the library regularly, that's hard work. You're working out of your home. So having a lot of books change over is not going to happen. And so having me show up at your doorstep every two weeks brings, it's like a party, to be honest. (laughs) The kids come, they get to check out new books, they get new stories, they get puppets. And it's this excitement of reading and literature and arts. And the grownups 
can have a chance to see another adult with their children and see what is possible and other ways that you can work with kids. And I don't know. I just, it's like a special, a special birthday present every two weeks. And then, and so you, you read to the kids or you, you tell a story as part of part of that and you also let them the kids check out books that they keep at the child care program yep that's right um, so and then you also mentioned that you provide resources for for teachers as well absolutely can you, can you kind of explain that part of it sure so a few years ago um, we developed resource kits that teachers could have or check out that would help support their curriculum using things that they're not going to have out all the time, but would love to have out once a year or once every two years. For example, I have a very messy, elaborate water kit that is mm -hmm. not your typical water table. I have several hundred dollars worth of puppets that is really hard to accumulate financially yeah. as a child care provider. And um, a woodworking kit with real hammers and real saws and another expensive, right. you know, curriculum piece. But because I can share it with people throughout the county, the money is gets its worth. Yeah. The value is much greater. Um, and then also just toys and puzzles that take up a lot of space and, and cost money. And yeah. providers are spending are already limited fund have limited funds so being able to be the person that has that it it just spreads the resources better yeah. um can you tell us about one of the the recent presentations or stories that you've done for for the kids in this community yeah sure i'd love to one of my favorite story times of the past year started with this book called the rabbit listened it's about a little kid named Taylor who worked really hard building something amazing out of blocks. And then out of nowhere, suddenly these black birds came and knocked the tower down. It was absolutely devastating. And all these different animals came and suggested different feelings that Taylor should have. But really, Taylor didn't want to have any of those feelings. Taylor needed time to himself or herself. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl. And eventually this rabbit just came and listened and listened as Taylor expressed all of these feelings of having the blocks knocked down. But after I did that story, I brought out this puppet. Her name is Lennox. And Lennox also tried really hard to build with the blocks. Oh, and Lennox doesn't talk. And so the children end up narrating the feelings that Lennox is having while she struggles with her building and she knocks it down mm. on accident and hearing the children be able to relate to Lennox's frustration and sadness and, and anger eventually, it was really precious. What are some of the things the, the children are saying? Uh, children say, oh, she's so mad. Maybe we can help her. Or some of the kids will say, you can do it, Lennox. And they end up being cheerleaders. And some of the kids will actually come up and grab the blocks that fell and try to hand it to the puppet. Mm -hmm. um, and I just love that about the puppets is that it brings out children in a whole new way, um, whether... They're curious about how the puppet is made. Some of them are just thinking about the mechanics of everything. And yeah. then some of them are relating to the puppet 
in an emotional way that's much more difficult to do with real humans. Right. Real humans are way scarier than Lennox. Why do you think that, why can children go deeper with a, a puppet sometimes? Just being able to dissociate it from the scariness of the human potential. Yeah. <laughs> what might come out of that human. The puppet is such so much safer and it's a, it's such a tender a tender thing to be able to offer. Yeah. And yeah. so that's, I mean, that's a specific example, obviously, but what do you think of as kind of in a, a larger sense that you're bringing to children or your, your goal through your work for, for children? Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Magic and inspiration. I like to, um, sometimes older siblings will come on and older children and I love after they experience the bookmobile I just to let them know so that's one more job that you might not have known was out there yeah. that's a potential for you when you grow up <laughs> um, yeah great are there uh, any other um, highlights that you've had recently that you'd like to share well the one girl who asked me if I was magic uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like a highlight of my life yeah <laughs> Uh, and you know, it, it's been, it's the end of the school year and having children really show their appreciation for, for what the bookmobile brought them, I think mm -hmm. is really obvious. I think it's really helpful to have just another kind grown up come be a part of their regular school yeah. life that isn't their daily teacher is a really special treat right. and someone that they can, can know. And what's really lovely is I see these kids out in the community too. Yeah. And so I know that they're really excited to introduce me to their families, Yeah, which, which I think speaks a lot. Yeah. More yeah. safe adult relationships is the always better. good for children. For sure. Um, do you, what, what is your perspective of your role kind of as or inside of the Winston Prouty as a larger organization? And then also kind of what do you see as Winston Prouty's role in this community? Magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope that at Winston Prouty, I bring a little sense of uh -huh. magic and inspiration for how colorful I think the world should be and could be and hopeful. Yeah. And if anyone who's listening has been, you know, through the lobby in the last two years at Winston Prouty, I'm sure they would agree that, you know, or even if they didn't know that that was something that you did, that there's, there's always things in and out of the lobby that are magic that oh, you've brought you. there either on the window or, um, animals and <laughs> pets. Yep. The, the, the magic of science yeah. is, is one of my great loves. And as far as Winston Prouty and our community, I believe that supporting families with young children is, I mean, one of the most critical roles that, a, that, that an organization can do. They mm -hmm. are, bringing the next generation up and it's a very stressful time when you have your first children and your world changes in ways that you could not know until it happens and to have an organization completely dedicated to that time of life and for those people I think is just an enormous gift 
Great. And I'm really proud to be a part of that organization. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Willie. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share? Mm. Anything else about magic that you'd yeah, like to tell us about? Yeah, just dream big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything is possible. Think like a kid. Spend more time with three-year-olds and really oh, listen yeah. to them. Yeah, they've that's, got a lot to teach good us. Advice. All right. Well, so you just heard from Swanyo LeBlanc, the early childhood outreach specialist at Winston Prouty. Thanks again, Swanyo. Thank you. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about the Winston Prouty Center, you can find information about us at our website, winstonproudy.org, or on our Facebook or Instagram accounts. If you'd like to learn more about ways that you can support us, you can find information about that on our website. If you have any questions or comments specifically about the podcast, you can email me at willie, W-I-L-L-I-E, at winstonproudy.org. Thank you to Brattleboro Community Radio, WVEW, for letting us use their studio to record this. And thank you for listening. In 2019, Winston Prouty is celebrating its 50th year anniversary, so please keep an eye out for upcoming events and other opportunities to celebrate with us. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>